Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Domesticated Dude podcast. I'm Logan, your host on this journey. Before I get into the episode, I just want to thank you for your support over these last three months. It's meant the world to me to be able to have these conversations with my friends that maybe we wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to have. You know, we're able to go deeper on a lot of subjects where if we're hanging out in a social setting with friends or there's a game going on, we don't get to have that opportunity to to have these deeper, meaningful conversations. And to me, it feels great that other people are finding value in them and taking some of the lessons that we've learned in our lives and applying it to what they're going through. As you know, a lot of my friends are either back home in Alaska or they're scattered out across the country or even my friends who I have in Nebraska, a lot of them may not live in the same town or with the coronavirus pandemic, we're not able to get together as often as we'd like. So to be able to have this platform, to have those deeper conversations, it's, it's wonderful. And if you want to show the world how domesticated you are, we have official Domesticated Dude podcast t-shirts for sale. Orders are open until June 25th. 20 bucks gets you the shirt. It covers shipping. It covers taxes. It's really simple. You can find all of the details on our Facebook page. Like I said, orders are open until June 25th. So if you're interested, hurry up and put your order in today. All right, let's get into the episode. Today, I'm talking with my friend Brian. Brian and I met shortly after I moved to Nebraska. It was 2012. Brian's mom, Bobby, married my uncle Rod, and Rod and Bobby invited me over for a family dinner one night, which they do on a weekly basis, and that's where I met Brian. And Brian was really into men's league softball, so was I. I have played softball every summer since graduating high school. It was a very big part of my life. And when I moved to Nebraska, it was in the middle of July, so all the registrations were closed, teams were full, and so I just kind of had to skip a summer, which was kind of weird for me not being able to play softball. But I was able to get on a team with Brian that next spring. We actually played together on, on a couple teams, and we just really bonded quickly over playing ball together and just going through life together. We were able to really bond over what was going on in each of our lives. Brian is a data analyst by trade. So he's really able to see the story behind the numbers. And that's something that I can relate to coming from the marketing field of being able to understand what the numbers are in front of you, what they're trying to tell you. The problem is with me, I don't really use that in my personal life, but Brian does. And he's able to really see the story behind the numbers and a lot of things in his own life, whether that's his finances, whether that's his diet and his weight loss goals. So Brian and I talk a little bit about all of that stuff. We also talk about the joys of home ownership. It's a lot like life. You know, you cross one thing off your list and now you're adding four more things. The work is never done. But on the flip side of that, if you do own your own home, that means that you are not fighting with your roommates over who gets to cook in the kitchen or who's doing laundry tonight. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please share it with a friend, follow us on Spotify, leave us a review on Apple. You know the drill. Without further ado, here's my conversation with my friend Brian. Hope you enjoy. Drinking do I, a drink? Um, 
Yeah, hey, is it like completely taboo to mix whiskeys? Because I got some uh, some Maker's Mark, and I mixed it with uh, some Screwball just to kind of make the peanut butter last longer. Ooh, <laughs> that actually sounds really good. Um, it smells good, but uh, I tried a little splash of Dr. Pepper to fancy it up and uh, stick with the whiskey, I think. I completely I support know. that. Yeah, I don't have cinnamon to add to it. but That's okay. I put some in, in my whiskey a little bit tonight, so it's nice. all good. Now I'm gonna get texts on my phone. <laughs> Just put on "Do Not Disturb." It it is it's on "Do Not Disturb," but it, sorry, dude, I'm such an amateur. Dude, it's fine. You are. I'm fine. a pretty popular guy. I know you, you get a lot of texts. Your phone is gonna buzz throughout this entire episode. <laughs> well, I I did. I got uh, I've got three group texts going on, and uh... group texts are the <laughs> fucking worst. <laughs> I like group texts. You like group texts? Yeah, I got nothing else going on. <laughs> I like them when there's a there's a time and a place, but I like them when they serve a purpose. Like like my softball team that I have, we have a yeah. group text. It's easier for me to just text out, "Hey, we're playing at eight thirty. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, it makes it easy. But then after the game, you get over and over like, "Oh my god, remember when Logan fell or whatever else?" And it's those are still fun too. Like I like when it goes on when it doesn't need to. We don't have any of that really. The only thing oh, we talk about is adults. when when we're playing and where we're drinking beer. That's pretty much the only two oh, things yeah. we talk about. <laughs> beer. I mean, that's half the reason I play softball is to be able to drink beer. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. I That's not for me, though. I, I don't know. I'm kind of a loser. But... You're not a loser. No, I just, I don't drink for, or I don't play for the beer. But I know. I know. I used to, it took me like six or seven years before I'd even like have a parking lot beer. It's like, guys, that's illegal. What if a cop drives by? What was that? Careful. What was that first parking lot beer like? I don't know. I think I probably just had a bad outing, so I probably chugged it. Perfect. I, I probably, I probably paid for about one parking lot beer in my life, so it's all just like I try to pace myself a little bit because well, yeah. I know they're borrowed. Yeah, but they but don't I, care. That's less beer that that guy has to take back home and put in his fridge. You know? Oh, he'd finish it on his own. The guys I played with. So, Brian, how you doing, man? What you been up to today? Just a uh, pretty busy day, actually. I went to uh, Grand Island, helped my uh, grandpa move. Uh, he's going to a nursing home and got the fully loaded truck all moved and then uh, kind of drove back into town. And my cousin actually was headed all the way back up here to check out a trailer. And um, I've kind of actually had a couple uh, pre-podcast, off-the-record podcasts. And I had a beer with my stepbrother and... Uh, and met up with my cousin back at my place and had another beer and um, third time's a charm, hopefully. So this is maybe the the best run of the night. So we'll see how this goes. Um, but yeah, just uh, it was good catching up with my cousin. He works on a golf course, so kind of has a lot of uh, agricultural experience, I guess. And uh, I I need some advice around the house. So um, first thing he did was uh, actually uh, check out a, a tree in my yard that I had asked another friend about and Basically, the first two words out of his mouth were, it's dead. He kind of planted the seed. Like He kind of went around the, the process of, of taking it down and uh, uh, kind of gave me all the, the, the instructions. And I kind of had my typical Brian dazed and confused look and help me, please, for the love of God. And uh, he's like, hey, we could just do all the branches right now. I'm like, okay. So he's got a saw in his truck because he's a man. And uh, I had a 
saw in my garage and he got through about four branches before I got halfway through my branch. So he finished my branch too. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he took that down, cleaned it up. And uh, so now I've just got a, an ugly stump in my front yard that I'm going to need some beers and a friend with a truck and a chain and some wet water or wet weather to hopefully uh, yank that thing out of the ground, I guess, um, and probably just do it wrong and tear my yard up. But but we'll see. I don't want a dead tree in my front yard, so a stump's better, I think, right? Yeah, for sure. At least you have a better view now, probably. Uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, I'll, I'll probably just keep the blinds closed, but um, <laughs> but I'm kind of excited. Uh, I got a lot of projects that um, seeds have been planted for in the house, so um, getting a dead tree out of the front yard for sure is one of the things that needed to get done. So today is kind of a kick in the butt to... Uh, <laughs> Tree's half gone now, so the hard part's left, though. But yeah, um, but, but yeah, that that'll be a, an easy reminder that I have work to do until I get it done. <laughs> as opposed to the other projects I can hide from right now. Does it does it sometimes feel, especially right now, that every time you look at your house, you're like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. That's kind of how I feel at my house. Like it, the job is never done. You're always working on something and there's always something new that gets added to the list. Even once things get crossed off, you're like, okay, well now cool. That got crossed off, but now I'm adding three more things to my list. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have your, your just your normal weekly stuff, you know, like I, I'm, I am a list guy and I took some time earlier this last week just to write down my list and it was too overwhelming to look at when I got done filling it out. So then the the nerd in me kind of started breaking it out into its own little. All right, here's my backyard list. Here's my my downstairs <laughs> list, and I don't I don't know where to begin. I, got, I actually got a couple of days off of work this week, so I'll try to knock through a few of those. But um, yeah, I mean, shoot, even just regular yard work and and stuff can kind of be a, a timely chore from time to time. But, but yeah, I, I have a. It's it's a really long list, and I need uh, probably to to pull all the guys that you've had on your podcast before, and all my friends, and just get I don't know a couple hundred beers, and have them come over and help me drop some plans, and just have a really big project day. But I think you said the magic word. (laughs) I think you said the magic word. Anytime there's beer involved, I'm in. You know and. We we talked about this a little bit, but you mentioned that you were moving today with your with your grandpa and your cousin. Th- those are the easiest days because you end up drinking beer and eating pizza usually on moving days. So mm-hmm. if you had a yard day or a project day, yeah, man, just call up your buddies, send out a group text like we were talking about earlier, send out a group text. Hey, mm-hmm. I have all this beer that needs to get drank, but first we need to do some stuff around the house, but then... We'll celebrate with beer and a big fire because we have a bunch of branches from a dead tree to burn. Oh my God. I have so many branches. Um, yeah, no, like I, I look forward to days like that. I just, the, the planning part of it is, is kind of overwhelming for some of the bigger projects. And then, uh, just the financial aspect of it is also overwhelming. (laughs) So, um, we're, we're a ways away from some of that, but um, you know, I've like, you and I've talked about the, the home refinancing that I've done and stuff. So I'm, you know, able to save up a little bit more money now and, um, I'll be hopefully working towards those projects here in the short term, you know, like 
13, 15 months next summer, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, save up enough. As long as you're able to kind of plan things out and yeah, your mm-hmm. list may be long, but you're, if, if you're able to chunk it down a little bit and think about what you're able to do now and then plan out, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do this for a year, but now you're able to put some money away and to start planning and saving for that. Like that's yeah, the absolutely. way to do it. Yeah. And, and I, I'm a, I'm a person that kind of struggles keeping money on hand. Like I don't, I don't like having debt and things like that, but, um, just having the money to lie around is not real great for me. So, um, I had a buddy actually tell me about one of our banks as like a, a bucket account or whatever. So I can mm-hmm. assign something specifically to a project and dump it off and just ignore it for a while. And, um, you know, like when I was saving up for my house, like I knew I had a down payment fund that I was working on. So every extra penny I had to dump towards that. And, uh, now I have other purposes. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll figure out a way to, I, I think I'll have a little extra money. Hopefully once I get out of that, uh, that fantasy stock market that you got me into. <laughs> How's that going by the way? Are you having fun with it? Um, Monday was fun. Uh, last couple of days haven't been as fun, but, uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm, I kind of said this a couple other times. I'm a nerd, but I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. And, and, uh, I really kind of geek out on, on, on all that. Like I, I have no idea what I'm doing to start. It was, I've thought about doing that for gosh, pretty close to a decade probably. And, uh, I just, you know, like we talked a little bit about like sports and, and gambling and stuff like that. Casinos. Like I got another buddy that, you know, the amount of times that we've just dumped money into, you know, blackjack or something like that, you know, it's like, you know, what we could have been doing like we could have spent Thursday night doing some stock market research and, uh, we'd be doing a lot better right now than, uh, you know, the, the trips up to the horseshoe and council bluffs. And, and it's just crazy. Like he, he started around the same time I did and he and I are both hooked already. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> you're it's, welcome. It's, well, it's, it's a good time to get in, you know, so we're making money that we probably shouldn't be making. It's not life changing by any means, but, um, but it is like, you know, the stock market's going up and you just, yeah, put some money in and make a lot of mistakes, but it's still mostly going up. This isn't to encourage people to, uh, put money in there and play around with it. Like I maybe do, cause I'm kind of an idiot sometimes, but, um, but long-term, I mean, for the most part, there's, you know, it's going up. Stock market's going up, you know? So most of us, most of the guys that, you know, we all hang out with and are on your podcast and stuff like money they put in now, they're not going to need it for 25, 30 years, you know? So it's going to be worth more. So yeah, I, I nerd out on that though. I I've got another spreadsheet that I, yeah, shoot. When did I buy this? What country is it in? How many employees does it have? Um, oh man, you created a spreadsheet for your dude, stocks? Dude, I am a nerd. Figure out like Whew. formulas like, okay, hey, instantly I sold this for this much. Wow, I made this much money. Like, cool. Oh, wow, I lost all this money. Why did I sell? I'm an idiot, you know. And um, But I actually, I kind of gave up on that a little bit after that uh, that one that I did this last Monday because then I, I'm too crazy right now to even track it all. So um, it's cost me though. So yeah, if you, if you, uh, get as invested, I guess, as I am, uh, do your research, take your time, uh, be smart. 
Yeah. I don't know. I think we have a we have some differing viewpoints of <laughs> how to play the fantasy stock game right now because I'm yep. I'm that slow and steady turtle just kind of, I, I log into my stock account every day and I just kind of watch the numbers fluctuate and I'm like, Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like I'll tell Sarah, Hey, it's a good stock day or Hey, it's not a great stock day, but I'm not over here making spreadsheets. That's, that's just because I'm not as analytical <laughs> as you are. I'd rather just look at the numbers and invest in some cool things. I'm more of a hobbyist stock, stock market player, if you will. Um, and I'm just, I'll put in 20 bucks here and there. I'll put in 40 bucks every once in a while, but I'm not, I'm not doing these crazy things that some other people are. I'm not about to like see, Oh, my stock went up a little bit today. So I'm going to sell it. I'm going to be like, Oh, that stock went up a little bit today. Let's see how much higher it can go tomorrow. So we talked about gambling a little bit. We talked about stock market. Um, you're, you're a numbers guy. So you, you are very analytical. You like to look at the numbers behind things. Have you always been that way? Or is that something that kind of came to you in adulthood? Talk me through that a little bit. Yeah, I think it, it's more of a, I've always been a math guy. Like I remember in, you know, second, third grade, you know, always being like the, the first guy done with my multiplication tables and fractions and things like that. Not the super in-depth math stuff like calculus and things like that Eh. but um once i kind of learned a little bit more about excel and just kind of tracking and all that stuff yeah i I have like literally like a bible at my on my desktop at work you know through excel that just like i've got uh i've got a weight loss tab that has formulas in it for how much percentage of weight i'm losing when i'm trying a diet um I have a financial one that I track my credit cards and my, what my house values worth, what's been paid off on it, my bank account. So I can kind of know from day to day, like not day to day, but like biweekly, whenever I get paid, like what my current worth is and like, how are things trending? And, um, yeah, I am, I do like to kind of look at that and it's, I don't know if it's for a great purpose by any means, but it is kind of just interesting to look um, like I can go back, you know, four or five years and just look and see, you know, how, how my money was working for me in the past. And, and I, I don't know that there's any great lesson for myself from it, but I've always used it as kind of a, a way to encourage friends, I guess, to like, I, I don't know. I've had a buddy that just for like, you know, 401k retirement stuff, uh, um, it's just kind of fun to, uh, use that information to just not like just to essentially encourage them to save like, you know, Hey, here's how much this money will work for you over a year or over two years or, or however long. And, um, it's kind of helped like my, like my credit cards I mentioned, like I abuse the crap out of credit card companies. Like I don't let them get anything from me. Well, yeah, they're um, charging 20% interest. Why would you want it to give? Well, yeah, money? I'm not paying them interest, you know, like I don't have time for that. Um, like I, I don't recommend using them for, you know, really huge purchases and things like that, that you won't be able to pay off before you owe interest on it. But your month to month stuff, you know, like if you can get some, some money back for your groceries that you're going to buy anyway, like absolutely, yeah. you know, 
play those that. play um, those point systems man yeah like, there, there's plenty of cards out there that you can do it and mm-hmm. one one website that i found that's really helpful in that actually there's a couple there's nerd wallet they kind of mm-hmm. go through all the different credit cards and they show you what they're best for and to kind of match up with what you're wanting to use them for and then mint is also really good. Yes, and Mint. You talked about kind of tracking all your expenses and things. That's what we use. We have all of our bills in there, all of our investments, all of our bank accounts, everything. So it tells us like what our property is worth, what our cars are mm-hmm. worth, what our net worth is. It's a really handy tool. I yeah. mean, yeah, there, it's not changing on a regular basis, but it's just nice to be able to get that quick snapshot of, of where you're at in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I have that mint app as well. And, and yeah, every, everything's linked up to it. So, um, you know, every payday I'm kind of going through checking out where do I owe money? Do I owe money? Where's, you know, did I actually get paid? Did my paycheck go through? It's unfortunately been a concern from time to time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, that, that's an awesome app and, and it is kind of, it's a, it's a good way to stay accountable and on top of things and, you know, you'll get notifications when big purchases or withdrawals are made or credit score. Sometimes it's fun to look at that, even though it, I don't know how much that matters, I guess, once you, if you have a car or, or a, a home already, but um, maybe for a car, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy that app and, and NerdWall for sure too, to compare and contrast different credit cards uh, never get a credit card that you have an annual fee on, um, unless you have like a business or something like that, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Boom. But, knowledge. Yeah. It's, I, I, I've got a spreadsheet on my desktop for that too. So every, like we're coming up on what mid, mid, mid June. So July we'll have a new quarter starting. I'll have some decisions to make with where I want my 5% back from and pretty sure i'll get some paypal money back for chase so like i'm going on vacation in august i'll pay my buddy for my portion of the hotel through paypal and i'll get money back for that and um like i was going to go on that trip anyway so i'll pay for that and pay it off and that's cool yeah thanks credit card companies (laughs) (laughs) as a numbers guy as an analytical guy we talk really briefly on on gambling and things but how how does being a numbers guy help you with something like that how does it how are you able to kind of see through the betting side of things and the gambling side of things? How's that helped you or has it, maybe it hasn't even helped you. I don't know. I'm just, I'm curious. Cause I'm not like that at all. Maybe that's the better question. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, let's check my, my account information on my gambling stats. Uh, no, uh, it helps if I, th- I think it maybe kind of goes back to like the mindset that you have with stocks. Like if you, if you have the level headed mindset and you actually do play by the numbers and just play the way you're supposed to and not stupid crazy, like I tend to sometimes, um, it absolutely helps. Um, you know, like if you're going to the, the casino with, um, you know, a couple hundred bucks and you're playing blackjack, like there truly is a perfect way to play that game where your odds are, the most you know the most towards your favor i mean the house still has the favor but yeah absolutely like you can make money more often you know playing perfectly right um but that's no fun nobody wants to play perfectly plus you have other people at your table fucking things up for you well how's, yeah how's that work sit with you logan uh, uh don't sit with me at blackjack <laughs> please don't because i'm not gonna play perfectly you're just gonna get pissed that i'm just telling you right now i think i did get mad at you once i, I, think I don't did. think i said it to you but <laughs> 
and that was the last time we played blackjack you, together. You owe me 30 bucks, by the way. Uh, actually, I might have doubled down the hand. You might owe me 60. Um, <laughs> I think I remember that, actually. That's all right. Uh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. And, and like, you can if, if you, you know, I'll, I'll play with another friend, and we'll play the exact same way, too. So, like, if you're – if one spot at the table is a little colder than the other – well, I would have won money on that seat, you know, so you kind of split it and kind of level your odds even better that way. But, but yeah, there's just a, there's a, a perfect way to play that. And I mean, that's, that's for casino gambling, I guess, but, but sports stuff too. I mean, it's kind of fun to, to look at the odds there and, and how those, you know, there's a bunch of different options that you can do for that and, um, figure out, okay, does doing one game in this situation work? Does doing, does buying a point work or, you know, things like that. And there there's, there's different mentalities to take with it though. And I, I tend to be kind of a greedy gambler. Um, so that actually costs me because the odds are definitely not in my favor. Uh, in that case, like I'll win big when I do, but I don't win very often. If okay. you want to play smart, there's a way to play too. And, uh, that's probably the way you play. So I don't gamble on sports because I don't know well, neither do enough I about, <laughs> about any of that but does that ruin your fandom and does it ruin like your rooting interest in sports because you have money on it now or does it increase that fandom and does it make you more interested in what's going on uh absolutely more interested um i have a rooting interest for my favorite teams anyway so i i kind of try to stay away from those teams um like i i find myself almost never betting on nebraska that's um, probably a good thing <laughs> anyway <laughs> well yeah right now lately uh but but that's the team i know better than any other two though so that's where my edge would be but i don't they're yeah it's non-existent right now i don't think um or i think uh but if i do it's i'm gonna bet on the team nebraska's playing so uh i'll hedge my happiness kind of <laughs> yeah either um, way you either won money yeah, or your team won hey like, that's all right shoot like yeah if, if nebraska is favored against the team and i can uh put some money on that other team and yeah i'll i'll pay a little bit of money for nebraska to win and be you know uh with you know in the national media discussion for an extra week or you know and and usually if i bet on the other team that's a lock for nebraska so i think <laughs> i'm kind of a jinx so um but yeah, no, it's it's a it's it's a good thing. I, I, I like that it's legal now, I guess. Um, like just across the river in Iowa and it it adds some excitement easily. Uh, you know, just a, a ten dollar bet on a three hour football game provides you entertainment in in a team a game that you would otherwise not have any interest in. Um, you know, if uh, I don't know, the We'll say I'm a Niners fan, so if like the Seahawks, who are a nemesis, and the Patriots are playing each other, I want both to lose, but I want whichever team to lose that I didn't put money on, you know. So I, I still have a rooting interest in you know a game with my two least favorite teams. So, um, but then do you watch that game if it's your two least favorite teams? Yeah, because uh, my favorite team is a team with money on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're creating your own entertainment. I like it's, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, isn't that kind of what life's all about? That is what life's Maybe. all about. Well, but I mean, we're kind of doing that right now. I mean, your podcast is just, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. 
<laughs> it's a hobby. Yeah, it's fun. Like yeah. the the whole reason I started this too podcast was to have you. Can, you're not having too much alcohol. That's not a thing. No, um, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. That is the, a thing, actually. <laughs> for, yeah, sometimes that's another podcast, but not right now. Uh, no. Yeah, the podcast is fun because. I love that people are listening and getting value out of it, but I'm getting way, way more value. Like just having this conversation with you and mm-hmm. being able to just have, have an open and honest conversation that maybe otherwise we wouldn't have the opportunity to do, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of times we're watching Absolutely. a game or drinking a beer with other people. And so it's hard to have these types of conversations, but to actually be intentional and, and to focus for an hour and just have this back and forth, man, I, I can't replace it. Do you have any hobbies, um, any other hobbies, you know, around the house or anything like that that you like to spend your time on? Uh, out, outside of the house and uh, nerding out on financial stuff, gambling and things like that, um, I guess maybe another nerdy thing. Like right now with uh, quarantine going on, uh, I've probably been playing more video games than, on, than an adult male should, but um, that's kind of actually been an additional way to stay in touch with people. Um, I've got a couple buddies that I play with online and, um, you know, there's nights like one, I, one of them I work with and I don't even pay attention to the video game. Sometimes, you know, we'll just be talking about work or politics or, you know, whatever. And you can obviously on politics, not to, you know, go there, but you, you know, that's an endless oh, you yeah. know, discussion topic, especially right now. So, I don't even pay attention to what I'm doing in the game. It's just a nice chance to, you know, there's no outside distractions. You're just uh, plugged in and, and paying attention to, to a friend and, um, yeah, having a nice conversation. So it's just another way of, of doing it and it's not recorded and that's therapeutic. I always use that as a, you know, a thing for, for my video game playing. Yeah. You can, you can turn your mind off a little bit because you're, you're not focusing on all these different distractions Mm -hmm. and your phone buzzing every five minutes. You're focused on that video game and what's Mm -hmm. going on in that video game. I I have that a lot. Um, I'll do this. Um, at least recently I started playing poker online again and it's all legal now. Don't worry. Uh, there's no money exchange or anything. Yes. Um, but it's just a way for me, like I'll get done with work since I'm working from home. I'll get done with work and I'll play a little poker online. It engages my mind a little bit, but at the same time, I'm like able to let whatever was happening at work just go away because mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that right now. I'm worried about this poker game in front of me or I'll go for a walk or play tennis or something. I need, I need some sort of break to break up the work day from being at home and home time. Do you kind of do things like that? Uh, yeah, well that, and, and, you know, I've, I've taken part in your, your poker nights a couple times and, and yeah, like that's, uh, kind of endless enjoyment. I mean, you know, you set up a game for, for eight o'clock and, and, you know, have a drink and, and you get into your deep conversations sometimes and, you know, we're playing for six, seven hours some nights and, and, uh, you know, making new friends and, you know, as most of your friend group and. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, I've enjoyed that and, uh, you know, we need to do that more, uh, by the way, but, uh, yes. yeah, <laughs> yes, we do. It's, it's good to have an escape like that. Um, I, you know, like you had your golf trip a few weeks ago, like I, I had one of those planned that we unfortunately didn't get a go on, but, um, you know, like one of my favorite days in the past you know, month was, I got called early on a Saturday morning, the, the weekend that we were supposed to go on that trip. And, 
And my buddy encouraged me like, Hey, we got room. Like, let's go golfing. Like, Oh, okay. All right, let's do it. And, um, you know, went golfing and it was one of the worst rounds that I've felt like I've played in a long time. And, um, but you know, we had, had some fireball and some other, uh, beverages and, you know, getting to know the cart girls and stuff and, um, kind of trying to forget the first nine holes. And, and that was <laughs> just a lot of fun. And, um, you know, after, after that went and grilled out and played some pitch and, and, uh, had a cigar. Don't tell my mom. Um, <laughs> but I had to have a cigar so I could sign, uh, my buddy's, uh, cigar room, uh, whiteboard so I could be part of the club. So, well, that sounds fancy, um, but yeah, man, that was, that's just, you know, we were just kind of sitting outside for a few hours after golf, just kind of BSing and playing cards and, and, uh, yeah, I cherish that kind of stuff. Like that's kind of. I want to do that more. So, um, but I, I, yeah, that's, uh, always something I look forward to and you get home at the end of the day and you're like, that was a really damn good day. So that's right. Outside of the sunburn, I'm still peeling from three weeks later. So have to wear sunscreen, Brian, you know what? You're right, dad. Thanks. Appreciate it. I've, I've learned that lesson the hard way way too many times not to wear sunscreen while I'm golfing. Like that's just, that's a no brainer for me. I have to put it on. And I found out once you put the sunscreen on, if you drink three to four beers, it's time to reapply. That's like my <laughs> golden ratio for reapplying sunscreen. Three to four beers. May, let's just call it four beers just to be just to be safe. Uh, you so yourself. you're applying sunscreen every 45 minutes? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> hey, you can never have too much sunscreen, man. I'm telling you, if you you can never wear too much sunscreen because it's still going to help you. And then you're going to take a shower and you're going to feel wonderful, but oh, yeah. I, I'm a weirdo and I really like the smell of sunscreen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I can't explain it. I think it, cause I know that it's protecting me. I just really love the smell of sunscreen. I, I don't know why I'm weird. I nerd out and I track my weight loss on a spreadsheet. So that's where I'm weird. I don't, I don't know if I, if I have any smells that I enjoy like that um i'd be i'd be curious i'd be wondering about you if you did to be honest i'll keep an eye out though if i enjoy some the smell of something and i'll i'll let you know man i'll, I'll shoot you a text just be okay. like hey man i smelled this and i enjoyed it so you Sorry, said you said you have a weight loss spreadsheet what are some of the things that you're doing with the for the weight loss process uh just like the diet in itself um, yeah or yeah everything like, are you walking um, more? Are you eating less? What What are you doing? For me, it's almost solely diet. Um, right now, shoot, I don't even have a walk up to my office for work anymore, you know, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting near the cardio or, you know, steps that I would get in a pre quarantine world. Um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a big guy. Like I started at, you know, 300 plus pounds a couple of years ago. And this year I kind of started around, you know, 290. So just eating healthy in itself goes a really long way. And, uh, the diet that I'm on, I've done it before and it's worked. Uh, I unfortunately have failed at keeping it off far too many times. So it's always kind of a, uh, a fear. I don't want to, you know, there's a fear there that, that, you know, once sports come back and, uh, I've got a full college football Saturday to sit on my butt and eat Taco Bell and, and drink and, and whatever else that, you know, I'll gain it back. But, um, but right now it's, it's been pretty, 
I don't want to say easy, but yeah, it is. It's almost solely diet. Uh, I just had bread earlier though, so I kind of failed. Um, That's okay. But eighty twenty. Yeah, man. I just. Um, I think my thing right now that is it's a little different this time is my end game is um, I might need some technical assistance, but I've taken a picture every single week um, on my weigh-in day. I take a picture of the scale at my feet. I take a picture of my front view and my side view and i've so i've got i don't even know 60 pictures over the course of 20 weeks or however long it's been and um every week so far except for one i've i've lost a little bit nothing substantial but you know slow and steady and i think that's the way to do it and uh that kind of helps keep me accountable and end game i i you know i hope to have some pictures that i'm proud of i mean i'm i'm proud of where i've gotten to so far but you know, I'm not quite ready to, you know, start showing my six pack abs off because they're uh, you're going to need some sort of special technology to see those. So um, they are not close. But that's cool, man. You, it sounds like you're going about it the right way because there's no way that you can lose a ton of weight just overnight. You know, you have to work at it and to have these tools that you're using to hold yourself accountable to that. You know, that gives you that extra motivation to say, hey, I'm fucking doing this and I'm doing this because I know that I have to take that picture of myself this week. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go backwards. So that's that's cool, man. That's that's good that you're that you're working towards it. What what kind of diet is it, if you don't mind me asking? What what are some of the things that you can and can't eat? Um, essentially the, the diet that I started off of, it's called the South Beach diet. It's basically a low carb. Um but it's not like, you know, the Atkins diet where it's like, you know, eat all this meat, heavy fat type stuff. Like I'm still lean meats, um, a lot of veggies, but, uh, any carbs are just not off limits, but need to be minimal. So, um, I, I don't enjoy cooking, but I just do food prep to kind of get it out of the way. Like I think the last time I, I cooked, was probably like three weeks ago (laughs) and uh but i just i ordered some some containers and uh took a saturday and and kind of like before all this covid stuff hit like i just did a big shopping trip anyway just like hey cool like it's not going to be super fun to go to the store anyway for a while but um yeah i just made gosh 70 80 turkey and vegetable based meals and there's a lot of different recipes you can do so um if if you take enough time to make it uh, palatable, I guess. Um, it's still something to look forward to. Um, it's, I've done diets in the past where like, I'll just get like this, this diet in itself. Like I tried eating salads a lot the first couple weeks. You get burned out if that's all you're exactly. eating. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta and, have that variety in there. Yeah. And like, well, like what you're doing, you know, with, uh, with Sarah, like you, you guys are kind of doing a fairly similar thing, right? Like low carb and yeah. And that's another thing that I like, I'm happy for you guys. And like, you know, you both are able to kind of work together at it and hold each other accountable. And I've, I've worked towards having people hold me accountable too. And like, I'll try to send texts every week to us, you know, certain groups of people just to, keep myself honest a little bit, but it's not their responsibility to follow up on me, you know, so I have to do that, but it is still nice. Like, um, I had a buddy reach out to me this Monday and he's just like, um, he calls me coach 
uh, yeah, just like, hey, coach, are you skinny yet? It's like, uh, well, I sent him a picture of my, uh, my bare feet with my weight for the week. And uh, he's come a long way, too. He used to weigh, I want to say, probably more than I did. And, and he's probably lost close to 100 pounds. And wow. he's got his own way, too. He, he rides his bike and, and works out pretty constantly and makes a lot of homemade meals. And um, there's no right way necessarily there's right or no perfect right. way you know so everybody's yeah. got to have their own thing like for me it's almost entirely food like i i work a lot and i don't set aside much time to go to the gym like i probably still could squeeze it in you know we talked about me playing video games like you know i should do just probably go hop on my elliptical um but this works for me right now it's consistent weight loss and uh you know, once I, if I hit a plateau, maybe, um, I'll start to get in the gear of, of working out a little bit more. Um, or once I get a job where I'm only working 40 hours a week. Um, but I got to have a little playtime at the end of the day. So having a, yeah. a healthy diet kind of helps me maintain that. That's cool. Yeah. It's important to remember that no, there's no magic bullet for everybody. Everybody has to do what works best for them. Your South Beach diet may not work for somebody else. You know, what Sarah and I do may not work for everybody else. It's it's all about what works best for you and what you feel most comfortable with. And I think the reason why Sarah and I have been so successful at it is that it started out as a diet, that we were going to do this thing for six weeks or whatever. Well, we ended up liking it so much that we just ended up turning that into our lifestyle when it comes to food. And that's, we've changed our whole view on how we see food and the role that it plays in our lives. And like I said, it all matters. It just matters what works best for you in your situation. You know, you said that you like to do meal prep a lot. I found that when we do meal prep, like for example, I'll make these egg cups, the turkey bacon and egg cups. Mm -hmm. I'll make those on a Sunday night. Now we have breakfast for the entire week. We don't even have to think about it. So if you can get to that point where like, hey, I'm hungry, I need some breakfast, or I want some lunch, and I've made some chicken and veggies. It's it's like a no-brainer. And so that way you're not relying on what you want to eat. You're relying on what food has already been prepared for you. Yeah, well, like, like food's not necessarily there for our, our enjoyment. I mean, it's it's fine to splurge every once in a while. But, yeah, like I, I probably need to work a little bit more at that mindset that you kind of have where, you know, like – Hey, this is this is just my nutrients to get me by for the next few hours. And when I'm feeling it, I need to have just a little bit more. And uh, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no problem with rewarding yourself once in a while. But you know, if you're trying to eat healthier, if you're trying to put natural foods into your body, there are things out there that give you that still give you that really good taste. Mm-hmm. But they're just made with all natural ingredients. There's no added sugar. There's no added like corn syrup or any of that crap. It's all natural products. So when you put it into your body, you're getting those real nutrients into your body and your body is just going to burn them uh, because your body knows what it is. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's kind of the big battle too, that sometimes your body doesn't know what you're putting into it with a lot of these processed foods. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember you kind of talking about eating unhealthy few weeks ago on your golf outing and and yeah just i feel good right now just eating mostly natural you know it's meat cheese and nuts and veggies like you know it's it's stuff that's on the food pyramid you know it's not 
there's not like you know eight syllable fancy words you know in the ingredients that you don't know what the heck they even are and um I still probably cheat a little. I mean, well, gosh, yeah. almost anything you get in the store is, is going to have something in it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's your body wasn't designed to break down all those chemicals that show up in your food. You know, it's going to operate a lot better when you put natural stuff into it. Do you find that living living by yourself in your house, you're I mean, you're the master of your own domain right now, right? Like you can you can do whatever you want. You can cook a feast. I can do order what, a whole pizza. You can order a whole pizza. Have any shame? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you went through that house buying process, you said that you've refinanced since then, since you bought your house. Just walk me through what's it like being on your own and like not having to worry about outside influences in your own house for once. Well, what's that like? Uh, I've enjoyed it so much. Like I, I've I've got a spare room and I, I've. I've turned people down, like not, not like, you know, just like, absolutely. No, I will not live with you or whatever. But, um, like I just, I enjoy the flexibility of having access to every room in my house and doing whatever I want. And I'm not an obnoxious person by any means. Like I'm a good roommate. You know, I, I got along fine with, I live with, I'll say like two and a half other guys for, you know, most of my twenties. And, uh, I say two and a half just because one was barely there, um, not because he was like half of a person. But um, but that was – I was so excited to have my own kitchen. Honestly, that was the biggest thing. Um, I couldn't cook at all in that the house I used to live in because I had to share a fridge and counter space and freezer space. And like I had my own deep freeze that I'd save stuff in. But just, you know, if I was in the middle of a – like. I'll have days at my house right now, like the way that I like to cook, it's an eight hour day, you know, I'll start on, you know, some turkey and veggie or some turkey meatloaf early in the day and wrap it up at the end of the day, making like little meat and cheese charcuterie snack packs for myself. And like, if I had, you know, Jake or Chris or whoever else walking into the kitchen in the middle of that, like, there's no way I would have got all that done. I would have just gotten out of there probably like, no offense to them, but, um, gosh, I, I like having my own dishwasher. That is awesome. <laughs> I don't have to get mad at anybody else except for me. I was just going to say, it's crazy how you can find appreciation in little things like that. Like having your own dishwasher, having the kitchen to yourself. Like once you get into your own space, you're able to start unlocking other things that weren't available to you before. And just being able to see the work that you're able to get done and, the things that you're able to do for yourself is just, it sounds like it's pretty incredible. It's awesome. I get to do everything I want here. You know, like I cut that tree down just because I wanted to, um, as a dead tree, I don't want it in my house anymore. So see you later. Um, but yeah, I mean the entire fridge is mine, man. Like nobody's taking my beer. Nobody's eating my food. (laughs) Um, there isn't some sort of weird random casserole that somebody else made that turned moldy four months ago. Um, all the storage, it's, it's, it's stressful. I mean, I'm making all the payments and everything, but there's, there's pride in it. And, you know, like you mentioned the refinance, like that was one of my goals. Like I just bought my house 20 months ago and I worked my ass off to try to get it paid down enough to make a refinance worth it. And 
I did it. And now I've got money for all those other projects that I want to do um, eventually, or I will have money. Um, and yeah, it's, it's entirely up to me what I do. I think I might have to check with the homeowners association on some of it, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. I get, I get full access to the, uh, the washer and dryer too, man. Gosh, I don't have to wait for something to get through that. <laughs> yep, <sighs> that's right. I remember those. Oh man. So uh, good. Yeah. yeah. You had your own place for a while too. I've had my own place since I moved down to Nebraska pretty much. Well, until Sarah and I moved in together. Yeah. But, uh, back home I had roommates for ever, you know, all through college. And then even a little bit after college. And I love having roommates. I love having my friends around. My friends are great. I love having people around. You know, it's friends that you can do stuff with. You're never yeah. you're never yeah. alone in your own thoughts. You know, there's always people around to drink a beer with and shoot the shit with. But when you when you finally branch out and get your own place, there's that sense of calmness and serenity that you can't really get when you are sharing places with other people. And especially now, like Sarah and I, of course, we've, we bought a house about five years ago, but when I come down here to the basement where I'm recording, it's like my space. This is, this is mine. I controlled this, (laughs) Yeah. but no, I mean, it's, it's cool because I have a lot of like random crap, a lot of my beer steins or some of my posters, you know, whatever that, don't necessarily fit in the house because uh, they don't belong there. Frankly, I'll be the first one to say that. So being able to have like my own little area here is, is really nice. And um, we do kind of have something set up for Sarah too. She uses one of the guest bedrooms, like while she was working um, during the school year. So it's, it's nice to still have some of that separation of space, but then still have, you know, those things like the living room and the kitchen. and Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've referred to it as like, you know, when you're younger, you'd make forts, you know, it's like, cool. This is, this is my own little place to hang out in. And, uh, I have a really big fort right now. Like it's mine. Like, it's <laughs> like, that's like, like a lot of times, like it's, it's kind of, you know, I, I would much rather, you know, hang out with friends and, you know, like that you know, play, play some pitch and smoke a cigar or whatever, even though that's not really my thing, but you know, just kind of hang out, play some cards. And, um, but on a Friday night, sometimes it's such a good feeling just to, you know, go downstairs at the end. Like if I work overtime and I get done at seven thirty, eight o'clock, it's like, I'm not going to go start something tonight, you know, like let's go downstairs and, you know, turn on Netflix or whatever. And it's just like, I'm going to hang out on the couch and uh, stay up late. Nobody can tell me when to go to bed. And yeah, it's, uh, it's good most of the time. It's a big step buying a house. It's a big step being in control of your own property. I mean, to own your home and to know that you are responsible for everything that goes on in it. That's a pretty cool feeling too. Like it's a, it's a milestone in your adult life, right? Like, is that what it feels like to you? Oh yeah. Like there, there's not a whole lot of big events, you know, like I've, I've had basically the same job for the last decade plus, you know, but like, if there's one date on my calendar that I remember right now, it's the day I bought my house. Like that's one of the hardest things for somebody to, to do at least financially and like to be in the right place to, to be able to afford that payment. Um, and just, just the responsibility needed to get to that point. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a several month process just to 
get an offer down on a house. And then you have, you know, four or five weeks of, or more of follow-up work that you have to do, um, you know, inspections and, and a lot of financial related stuff. You got to get a lot of documents over and, and you have to prove your worth basically financially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, it is like, you know, it's, it was, I was nervous that whole time though. You know, if, if you got a, if you got a good team kind of working through it with you, then, um, you know, it, it helps, but, uh, but yeah, abs- absolutely. Like that's right now is, that's, that's my big thing. I mean, until, uh, until I have a wedding day and until I have, uh, you know, kids and whatever else like that and, you know, graduating and, you know, things that that's, that absolutely is a, it's a big milestone and yeah, it's one that I'm proud of and, and I'm proud of the refinance that went in just a month ago and, uh, I'm not going to probably do that again. So <laughs> now my next goal is payoff and, uh, that'll be an exciting day, but that'll be a long time from now. So yeah, we don't need um, to think about that right now. We're just, I'm still gonna, I'm going to nerd. I'm a nerd, man. <laughs> got your, you got your spreadsheets out. You got I have an amortization schedule on my spreadsheet on my desktop. So, yep, I'm thinking about it, but <laughs> I'm not stressing over it at least. So. Well, that's good. That's good. You shouldn't have um, to stress. It's fun to think about. Yeah. I'll plug in some random numbers from time to time. and just like, oh man, if I do this, I'll have it paid off by the time I'm 40. If I do this, but then I'll realize I can't afford to do that. And I'll backtrack, but I'll fill it out and delete it probably a couple dozen times a year, every year for the next 30 years. So if there's even spreadsheets in 30 years, yeah, it'll be, I'll just use my mind from then. I'll just <laughs> poke my temple and pull it up. And I don't know I, the amount of technical issues I have just to, to get on a poker game. I'm not sure I want an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> in my mind. That might cause some problems. I think I think a lot of our brains would uh, explode from overuse and uh, over analyzing everything and too much too much input for our for well, our tiny little brains. They'll probably have some sunscreen you can put on by then that'll protect you from <laughs> your internal computers or whatever. God, I hope so. Well, hey, man, we've been talking for about an hour. Is there anything that uh, is on top of your mind that we haven't talked about yet this time or things that we should queue up for the next episode? What's on your mind? Oh, we got to talk politics, right? No? Okay, no, let's not. (laughs) Let's let's not do that right now. Let's not. Hey, uh, at least like regarding all that, I guess it's maybe an important reminder just to be open with stuff like that. Like that that kind of thing drives me nuts. Like I saw a, a... a tweet from, you know, the great philosopher Ice-T, I think it was. And <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, uh, left wing or right wing, we're all in the same bird. Yeah. And like, I think you're correct, sir. You know, like we're all in this together. So that's right. Man. Um, like, I don't care what, what your views are. I mean, I respect them either way. And, uh, I support you and I want to listen and all that stuff. And everybody love everybody. Isn't that what uh, Will Ferrell says in uh, a movie? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but sure. yeah, it's I'm important. Sure. I mean, yeah. I, what I, what I really don't like is like, Oh, you don't agree with me. Well then you're wrong. It's not one or the other left or right or, you know, whatever, you know, it's yeah. That, that is another podcast. It <laughs> is another podcast, <laughs> but let's, let's remind everybody to open your ears, open your hearts, mm-hmm. just be there, listen to people, ask questions. Yep. There's no dumb questions. If you're trying to get, gain a better understanding of what's going on in this world, just ask questions and be curious. Don't just listen to what everybody else says. You have to go out and find the, some of those answers for yourself. 
absolutely. I, I can't uh, agree with that more anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Is that right? Th- yeah, that's right. Hey, thanks for spending some time with me tonight, man. I really appreciate it. And I, I know we'll talk soon, but uh, in the meantime, be good. Likewise, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right, Brian. Talk to you soon, man. Uh-huh.